humans. You're listening to Keeping It Real with Janine, your guide to living an authentic, healthy life. And I'm your hostess, Janine. This is part two of my conversation with Nancy Hopkins. Our first, well, let me first say that originally we were going to talk about Shungite, which is what we're going to do now. But the first part of our conversation, I have to say, I love the first part of our conversation. And we got into some really, really interesting topics. So if you haven't, I suggest you listen to part one first. And I'm not going to do her background again because that's all there. Um, But we're going to get into some really interesting topics now around energy and um, especially on Shungite. So hi, Nancy. Thank you for taking time to come back again. Oh, my pleasure. I had such a good time on the first hour. I love to talk. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, go where you want then. Well, now we're going to talk about Shungite. And when I, well, okay, in the first show, I talked about my understanding of the dangers of electromagnetic energies. And I get to to the point where, and this was 2014. Okay. And I'm I'm researching because in the first hour we talked about, I was an electronic warfare officer. Mm -hmm. Well, we didn't get into the fact that it was for battlefield usage. And so... There was a lot of things that I knew about what happens on a battlefield. And one of those things is called an electromagnetic pulse mm-hmm. that comes from a nuclear explosion that blows out all of the nor- the the U.S. electronics would all blow out. The Soviets knew about this, so all of their equipment had the old transistors that weren't so susceptible to this. So that's why I knew about this situation. And they were talking about a terrorist event and they were going to use a, 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 a suitcase carried M thing that could create an electromagnetic pulse enough to blow out the energy grid of Earth. And I'm going Whoa. like, is this real? <laughs> wow. You know, so I started researching it. And um, to research, because... I. I always go back to the Russians because they're the best at this business. And to research the Russians is difficult because most of it's in Russian. Mm -hmm. And if you get something that's translated, it might be translated into German before it's getting to English Mm. or Spanish. or I mean, you never Mm -hmm. know really what the Russians said. So it's a bit of of a thing to be able to track any of this. And I... All of a sudden, had my Facebook group going ding, 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 ding. And I go, what's the matter? What's happening? And for some reason, they had found out that electromagnetic energy can kill you. You know? <laughs> and and they, 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 all of a sudden, they were just absolutely, everybody had heard, you know, I mean, it just blew up in this one instant. So I'm going like, please, guy, give me something to give them. I said it right out loud. Mm-hmm. Because I was over, you know? And the next article that I read is talking about this stuff called shungite that the Russians were using to uh, protect and block EMP pulses, or electromagnetic pulses. And I'm going like, well, this is interesting. Mm. So I just went back to the group and I said, research shungite and see what it can do for you and then i left it and went back to what i was doing right okay so the next day it starts up again they can't find out anything about this shungite stuff 
and that's that's when the rabbit hole opened up in front mm-hmm. of me. You know, mm-hmm. oh my God! All right, I'll find it. You know, and I jump into this rabbit hole, and one of the first things. Okay, at that time you had the shungite is a is a deposit from a meteorite that came from outer space, and in going through outer space, it was traveling through interstellar space that NASA believes has more C60 molecules in it than any other molecule. Mm. So as it's traveling through interstellar space, it's picking up all of this C60 molecules. Got it. So when it lands on Earth 2.5 billion years ago, or that, at that time frame was when the Earth was still molten. The top was still slushy. It hadn't quite hardened to what we know it now. And when it impacted, instead of making a crater, it kind of like floated on top of this semi-liquid covering. So it's really this huge, I, I originally I knew it to be a thousand kilometers square of this impact point. And basically they take bulldozers in and they just bulldoze the stuff up. It's black, it looks like carbon. Um, there's different versions of it. I don't know if we'll have time to get into it, but it's been sitting there, you know, ever since human beings have been around there. And it had a reputation of the waters in that area. This in this area, Corellia. Where's Corellia? Well, how, it's how on do you the, spell that? The Can you spell it? K A R I L I A. Okay. Corellia. Okay. And. It's on the eastern border, I mean the western border of Russia, and it actually was part of Finland mm. until World War II when the Russians annexed it. Okay. Okay. So that's where we're talking. And in that entire area, that geographic area, um, it's called the land of lakes because there's over a thousand lakes mm. in just, you know, surrounding this 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 very large area i mean you know how big russia is Mm -hmm. and uh, but the the waters that were in basically in and around the shungite field they were always so pristine they were never a problem with them they were perfect waters Mm -hmm. and also they were known to be healing waters Mm -hmm. and so uh emperor Peter the Great of Russia sent his two physicians to Karelia. Well, at that time it was wasn't it was it was to Shunga, the little village that's sitting there, and that's why it's called Shungite. Okay. Sent him to Shunga, and um, they started doing research, and they they came back and said they're absolutely correct. Something's in the water that makes people healthier. So Peter the Great built himself a. A resort area and you know then a medical facility for his soldiers he would take every so every canteen in the russian army you know at that time frame had um three nugget or nuggets of shungite in it mm-hmm. wow that far back mm-hmm. that far back so you know, you're talking 300 years ago so it was known but it never by 2014 it was the Corellia store that was actually had other websites. You could get a you could get affiliated with the store, and so you'd be able to buy their products and then sell it to you know blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And um, that was what what was there. 
in the United States, there was like a, an, uh, two eBay sellers that were um, had Shungite, but it was just the nuggets and it was water purification. Okay. And there was one other company that had Shungite jewelry, but it was just the jewelry. It mm. was, you know, different pieces of Shungite and rings and, and pendants and stuff like that. Okay. But that was it. So then I come on the scene and <laughs> <laughs> I've got things going for me. And the reason I'm telling you my, my part of this is so you understand that there's a magical thing that happens about Shungite that you kind of get drawn into this path of, of just absolute magic and understand that I understand the magic because I, I couldn't believe what I was finding out about Shungite and I didn't believe that it was true. Um, because I'd been in the mineral business for so long and metaphysics for so long that I'd seen many, many minerals, you know, be the best thing ever happened. And then just, you know, four months later, they're falling apart. And I expected that from Shungite. But um, so what I and I also had been in international sales, shipping and stuff. So I understood how internationally you had to operate. So I went around and I got different sources of the Shungite. In like Germany, Germany, Germany's into it. They'll take nuggets and put it um, in, in the in the at the doorway, mm-hmm. you know, threshold of the door to keep protect the house. Mm-hmm. Um, other places in Europe know about it, but not not in the United States. No, nothing. And <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm on I'm on international radio, internet radio at the time, and I start talking about this this stuff, Shanghai, and the producer that I was working with my the I was at co-host on the shows. Um, he got into it too. <laughs> so the two of us started doing independent research on it and then talking about it in live radio. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. It mm-hmm. was so it was so it was really a learning experience. So then what happened was that um, I said to guy, I said, guy, I need somebody that can take what's in my head about this shungite and make it real. And within a few days, I get introduced to Walt Silva. And Walt Silva would listen to my crazy-ass metaphysics explanation of what I think is happening. And he would figure out a way of testing to see if what I said was happening, Mm. was happening. Mm -hmm. And then he'd take it further because he'd, he'd say, okay, so this is interesting, but what can it do for me? What can it do for me? Good question. And so... Yeah. So together we began to uh, I would I took my ability to see energies, to sense energies, to explain, you know, what I think is happening with a Shungite. What I think is happening with a Shungite is that the C60 molecule that's inside of it is spinning at an incredibly fast rate. It's a very, very big molecule. As a matter of fact, it's so big that, well, it's actually perfect for a water molecule. A water mo- molecule fits right inside a C60 molecule. Oh, perfectly. I didn't know that. Okay. okay. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So you got a very big molecule spinning at an incredible rate of speed. If it's not the fastest, I know of nothing else. There's a couple of other ones that go faster, but this is an amazing speed. And what happens is that it opens the door to the quantum realm. And the quantum realm is a realm of energy that is 90% of all that exists. The, the 3D world we see of light and all that, that's only you know 10% of it. That's where everything that we 
think about manifesting, that's where the energy comes to have it created in simple terms. Mm -hmm. So what happens with the with the C60s and the Shungite is that the door to the quantum is opened. And it opens up and then it shuts and it opens up and then it shuts. It's a pulsing thing. Okay? Okay. Now then so we began to understand it. We made um, stickers of powder because that was the other thing is that if I had a big three pound I called them bricks of Shungite in one hand and I had a little nugget in the other, the, the nugget was much more energetic than the bigger one. Oh, why is and that? So, well, it, it goes down to molecular understanding. Um, when you have a big one, it's all compressed. When mm. you have it in the shape of powder, then it's extremely active. Mm. You know, mm. you're not so compressed. And we understood that powder is actually the, the most potent way of using Shungite. Mm -hmm. And um, that co that goes into uh, well, just I'll just give you a hint of it. When you if you let's think in terms of nuggets, we tell people to use three nuggets in their water. Mm -hmm. Okay, always use three, and the reason being is that, and we've got Corellian photography of this. Okay, actual photography of this phenomena that shows the energy lines of the Shungite Nuggets, the three of them. Mm -hmm. They have their field that they, that's in the picture. But then there's another connecting field between the three. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They connect. And, they, you know, and, and we knew that this had something to do with Nikola Tesla saying that, you know, the, keys to, the key to the universe is 369. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Understand that relationship. So we do understand it, but we don't necessarily use anything except the three because the three is what's it is what's happening at the third dimension level. Oh, okay. So, so now do you have okay. I was wondering when you do you have color photos? Because in the book they're black and white. Do you have like um uh color like JPEGs that you could send me that I could put on the um the video slideshow? No, the only ones I have are that. Oh, and that okay. was taken from a Russian uh, Karelian scientist. Oh, okay. Who had a Shungite. Oh, okay. But even the black and white, it'd be great if, like, whatever photos you have, there'd probably be better quality than what's in the book that I could put on the video slideshow. Oh, yeah. 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 I'll, cool. send you, I'll send you a bunch. Cool. Of photos. Okay. It's not a problem. Great. Okay. Yeah. But um, so. Just remember three nuggets, right. and that's it. Now, just so people can get a feeling of how simple this is, you take the three nuggets and you tape them to your water pipe, the intake to your water from the street, mm -hmm. that pipe. Tape mm -hmm. them on there. Well, what happens is that the C60 is rotating in such a fast way that the water, which is dead water, by the way, when you've got water coming out of a pipe, it's dead. It's not moving. When you've got water coming from a stream, it's alive. Okay, right. it's moving. Everything's right. moving. If you go down 100 feet in a pipe or take a, well, Derek says 45 degrees. I say 90 degrees. Doesn't matter. When you make a bend in the pipe, you lose all the spin and it becomes dead water. Oh, so when, okay. Right. 
Okay, so when it hits the field of the shungite nuggets on the pipe, what happens is that the C60s spin is so powerful that it starts all the water molecules spinning too. And because a layer of molecules started spinning, the one that's next to them, either up or down, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. they start resonating, spinning in the same way. And that will go as far as the pipe will go before it meets a valve. Once there's a valve there that can be shut down, mm-hmm. or you know, that that's where it stops. So sometimes it goes all the way back to the water treatment plant. Um, that's how powerful this is. But there's other, you know, there's other things that are involved in it. But all you're caring about is your house. So you just put those three on the pipe, and everything that comes out of your faucets will be shungite water awesome all right now what 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 do i mean by that well i mean that it it, it's again the water's spinning Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. spinning at the rate of shungite so what happens when that okay when we when we got a molecule that's toxic the reason it's toxic is that its natural rotation is contrary to biological life our cells rotate in the opposite direction of a toxin. When a toxin molecule hits a shungite field, so a molecule is made up of atoms, mm-hmm. when that molecule hits the field, it begins to like a top, two tops coming together. You know, they'll mm-hmm. start to stop, you know, that type of thing. Well, what happens is that in, in a toxic situation, the molecule starts to turn in the way that the shungite field is turning, the biocompatible one, but it can't maintain molecular cohesion and it falls into atoms. All right? So, like, people in Russia have been using shungite in their water purification, you know, under the sink type of things, Mm -hmm. instead of carbon. Oh, okay. And... Okay, and two different companies wrote did a research project. This was such a find, and I I don't even know where it is in my records. Um, but and it was from Russian into English. That was the other benefit of it. Mm. Um, but what happened was that they analyzed how much saturate. You know, when carbon is the 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 thing that's taking the the toxins out, it gets saturated. It's absorbing them. Okay, okay? Mm-hmm. so some. The carbon is, you wouldn't want water, you wouldn't want to drink anything that's gone through that. It was just, you know, terrible. Well, Shungai didn't do that. <laughs> it ne- never needs replacement. Mm, interesting. Because it's just creating an, a, a, the, the end of the molecule is in the atoms, and they're not hurting anybody, you know? And so we know, we know absolutely, truthfully, that that. You know, is why the water is it'll it'll feel softer. Are there water filters that use shungite? In Russia, not here that I know of, but Walt Silva made his own. And since twenty fourteen, fifteen, he has never replaced the shungite. Wow. He's never had to. So the I mean, maybe I'm, you know, being a little negative here, but maybe the reason that we don't have that is because then Companies can't make money on filter replacements. Just a oh, lot. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. 
yeah, that was very, very discouraging to those companies that found that out, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely true. Hmm. Um, well, I think it, it, yes, I think that's that's the reason for it. Okay, and so here's a get, thought that just came to me. Sorry, but I, I, I have to okay. spill it out or I'll forget it. So could you take like, okay, let's see, like a, a Brita water filter or I use a, a drink drink pod that alkalinizes, but it has tourmaline and stuff in it. But anyway, could you take a filter apart and fill it with little shungite nuggets and put it back together? Dump it out, dump out what's in there and could you do that? Yes, yes, absolutely, you can do that. But to be honest with you, in my opinion, mm-hmm. all you need to do is drop those three nuggets in the water. Which is what I've done. <laughs> and it energetically is doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. You don't have to put it through a, a, a bunch of shungite to purify it. Okay. okay. I mean, you can, take, you, you can take magnets. You can, And all this stuff you can buy at mysticalwares.com mysticalwares.com that i started that store way back in 2014 on the internet but now it's owned and operated by somebody else derek uh, condit who you know is just like another god guy ascend you know mm-hmm. okay. guy, i can't run this store anymore it's getting beyond me oh i'll send you derek <laughs> okay great and of course i'll have a link to that um Okay, so now, like, I was wondering about the powder. Well, oh, we want to talk about silver, too. But um, so if the powder is so, it's more powerful, um, I was wondering, like, could you take some powder and put it on um, a piece of tape, like maybe packing tape that's wide, put, put some on a piece of packing tape, and then tape that to an appliance or would the, would that not do yeah, as yeah, much as a yeah. triangle of three of them? Three. No, you can you can absolutely do that. You can take. Uh, he's got shungite rubber. You can that you can dab on different things. You have to be careful about heat. Okay. You know you don't want to something on something that's going to get hot. Oh um, right. Okay. Like the toaster oven, you wouldn't want to do it on a toaster oven. Right. Okay. You can you can put on pipes. Yes, everything that. Everything that I'm telling you that you can do with the nuggets, you can do with the powder. Okay, but you don't. But you don't need to do the three. You could just do a little bit of powder. No, because yeah, because all those little chips of powder make threes. Okay, and then they make sixes, and then they make nines. Got it. That's why it's it's so much more energetic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Powder is always more powerful than than the nuggets. Now you mentioned rubber. What? Uh, tell me a little bit about the rubber thing. What? How? Well, the ru- the rubber concept came up because we were contacted by a Buddhist monk mm-hmm. who lived in Thailand. Thailand, I think. And he was listening to our radio shows because at night, that's when he could get good radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Uh, he wanted to put uh, a shungite magnet on the cell tower that was just right on the hill above the above the monastery. Oh, and yeah, we well walled again, and I working together with this. Um, he took rubber, liquid rubber. Okay, and encased 
magnet so it wouldn't deteriorate. Oh, okay. And that's what we sent him. But um, when I played with this thing, the rubber stuff, I said, I said to him, Walt, I want you to take and give me uh, use the rubber, but I want you to put it so that it's like that plastic puke that you see at Halloween without the chunks. And he was like, <laughs> "What?" And I said, "Yeah, I just want a thin layer of this rubber." And so what he did was he poured it into a cookie con- container thing. Uh huh. You know, and uh, that's how we got the rubber. And then what do you what do? The, sprinkle the, it with powder? Or? No, it's mixed. Oh, okay. So it's mixed in. It's all mixed in, and it's not just shungite. It's shungite silver. Okay. Let's talk about the the silver. What what does the silver do? Why do you add silver? Well, what what happened was um, a friend of mine. I had given her one of the original pendants that I was using silver wire. silver coated wire Mm -hmm. and one day I'm looking at her I was on Skype and we were using video I said what's wrong with your pendant she said I wanted to tell you that the the silver's gone off of the wire so I I asked Walt about this and he said oh yeah silver migrates it was attracted to something and Uh I said what could it have been attracted to so he said well must have been the shungite so he took some nuggets and put it in a container of colloidal silver Mm-hmm. You know what that is? Yep, mm-hmm. I have Would some. You, does your listeners know what that is? It's basically particles at the you know nanoparticles of silver suspended in water, and it's amazing healing thing. Look into it, mm. colloidal silver. But he I've dropped saved, the nuggets. I've saved in. many animals using colloidal silver or oh, nano yeah. silver. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, a lot of people too. Mm-hmm. But you, you you put the you what he did was. What are we talking about right now? Oh, the silver. Okay, so he put the nuggets in the colloidal silver. And the within a few hours, the water was clear because it'll it'll take a little brownish look to it. Mm-hmm. It was clear. And it smelled like fruity tootie. He couldn't explain that other than fruity tootie. <laughs> and he takes the nuggets out and he tries, he looks at it and it looks like it's got a sheen on it. And he tries to scrape it off. No, it's not that. So he sends me these nuggets, and as soon as I had them, I could compare them to the actual raw nuggets. Nuggets, you know. Uh-huh. And what happens when you have when you have shung and it's shungite saturated? It's actually pulled in. We now use electronic microscopes to see this, but the silver is actually embedded inside the uh, the shungite. Um, so we call it silver saturated shungite. So what what happens is that. One of the things that we haven't talked about is how the effects of the electromagnetic field is affected by shungite. Oh, important, yes. And very important. Okay, so what essentially happens is that this energy field that we're talking about, when the electric signal, let's just think in electricity, what's, you know, your lamp is running on. Mm-hmm. When the electricity goes through there, you have a situation where the electricity is rotating, the energy field is rotating contrary to your cells and biological life. So when it hits the shungite field, the shungite field is so strong that it reverses the rotation of the field without stopping anything else. The signal's still there, the energy's still there, it's just now rotating 
in a way that's biocompatible. Is that is that is biocompatible um, clockwise or? Well, it's hard to say because of, you know how you look at it. But oh, we, okay. I used to say clockwise. Okay. Okay. You want everything going clockwise. Toxins are counterclockwise. EMF is counterclockwise. Okay. But the difference between an EMF wave and a toxic molecule is a toxic molecule is a molecule. The wave is a wave, and so when it hits the field, it just reverses. Mm. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. That was what happens with electricity. That's why you can, again, use the three nuggets or you can get stickers or basically the stickers of what we use for electricity. Um, And then, okay, but when you use it on your phone, we used it on the cell phone. We had made stickers up. And that's just basically, like you said, we would take a sticker and put powder in it. Mm-hmm. And initially, we had um, the Bucky Band-Aid, we called it. <laughs> and it was um, uh, the, the powder in there is just raw shungite powder, okay? Mm-hmm. And it was working great on elect- electrical equipment. If you put it on your phone, it would change the phone. It definitely would change the phone. The phones at that time were heating up. Oh, my God, they'd get so hot, if you remember. Mm-hmm. And if they, had a, if they had a shungite sticker on them, they would not. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, that was the first thing that we noticed. But I still had a hesitation with the phones because I could feel that there was still dirty energy associated with them. Mm-hmm. But then when I had silver shungite, and I did a comparison of the effect on the cell phone with one and then the other, I realized that the silver, the silver shungite was actually making a superior change to the phone so at that point i and you know this is all simultaneously but this is what happens so at that point i'm asking questions of what is happening why is this happening show me what i need to know and i get like videos in my head and i see oh it's the wave itself see in in an electric system you've got a sine wave it goes up and down up and down it's Mm -hmm. all equal up and down down well, in a Wi-Fi signal like you're using on your phone, it's called a square wave. Mm-hmm. And it goes up, it's a 90 degree, goes down a little, I mean, goes over a little bit, takes another 90. That's a square wave. And that's the wave that's actually being used in Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So what, okay. what happens is the energy from the quantum field that is triggering the rotation uh, effects that we're talking about, okay? Mm-hmm. That, I said, without the silver, pulses. So it would hit that signal, but then it would pulse out, and the signal was not a sine wave. It was that more complicated and structurally stronger square wave, and it would bounce back. Mm-hmm. So when we, have, when we have the silver in the shungite, I can't explain why, but when we have the silver in the shungite, the quantum door is kept open, hmm. so it, it it just it just keeps hitting it until it it spins. So anything that is electronics, okay, what's the difference between electric an electrical device and an electronic device? Electric means it's doing something, okay, okay. it's powering the fan. Electronic means it's communicating something. Hmm. Right, your radio, okay. your television. Okay. All, all of those devices need the silver. So you get 
silver saturated shungite uh, and and mystical wares has got another one. It's it's been put through a scalar uh, enhancement, but you can get those at you know mysticalwares.com, and you just put them on your your computer, mm-hmm. your phones, mm-hmm. your television, anything that's like that. Okay, stick it on there, and stick it on there because not only does it protect you from the waves now. People will say, well, I've got shungite and I still get high waves. Yeah, you got high waves because we're not stopping the waves. If you stop the waves, your phone won't work. We're not stopping it. We're attenuating the waves to make them safer, to be biocompatible. But you're still getting hit with a lot of electromagnetic energy, mm-hmm. you know, so that it's not trying to kill you now. It's still a lot, mm-hmm. you know, so you have to be cognizant of that, okay. that you know, you, you you want to make that energy as biocompatible as you can because you're getting hit with a lot of it. So you put it on any, everything. And like you, we've got magnets, you put it on the refrigerator. You put it on the refrigerator and now the magnet, the electricity coming into it, into the refrigerator, the shungite itself, and the organ energy, which I'm not going to get into, but organ energy all starts to vibrate and create a massive energy device from your refrigerator. And the first thing we we started understanding about that was that people would put the magnet on the refrigerator and all of a sudden the food in the refrigerator was freezing. <laughs> they had to turn the refrigerator's way down. And then people realized, well, the spinach that used to be bad in a few days is going for weeks. Wow. Okay, so... We have changed the entire relationship of you and that refrigerator. I take my cat food cans and any can I've got, and I stick it in the refrigerator because it's in an energy field like a pyramid. Mm-hmm. We're making it, the energy mm-hmm. slightly different, and we're doing it with Shanghai. And so you put your you put your you know the can of toxic cat food yeah, so. in the refrigerator, and what happens is that. It all the toxins are taken out of it. So when you take it out, it's safe for your animals. Wow, that is really cool. I mean, so any food that you put in the refrigerator would it would do that. And the food doesn't tend to go mushy. Mm-hmm. It seems to dehydrate like you see in a pyramid. But over time, let me tell you something. Yes, two days ago, I. <laughs> All of a sudden, realized that the eggs that have really overexpired had gotten pushed behind some stuff, and I didn't see them. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Oh my God, I got to throw these out." And I take them out, and I look at the date, and the date was back in March. What the heck oh, was wow. the date? It was no, it was in May. May, I think it was May. Okay. But anyway, I took a picture of it. I'm going to put it up on the Shanghai Facebook. Uh, Facebook group because it was just so amazing. So, but it was like three months over. The eggs were over expired, right? Mm-hmm. But then I go and I said, well, let's just do the the floating test. You know, you put a yep. egg in a glass of water, and if it sinks, it's okay, and if it floats, you better not eat it. And they all sank. Wow. Yeah. If if you don't wash them, they they last for a long time. I, one of my neighbors calls my eggs now what does he call them they're nest eggs because i don't wash them unless there's poop on them you know then i wash that off but i when i sell my chicken eggs to people they yep he's calls them now nest well, eggs I'm sure, <laughs> I'm, sure, 
I bought these from the grocery store. I'm pretty sure that those things were, you know, <clears throat> yeah. washed. Mm -hmm. It's the shungite. Shungite has an amazing effect wow. on the the in the refrigerator. But then then my aunt, who's blind, I had given her one to put on a refrigerator. Didn't explain why, <laughs> and she. she uh, she said to me that since she has put that on the refrigerator, she's, her electric bill went down. Hmm. And because she's blind, she remembers all her bills. So she says to me, I said, well, how much are you saving? And she said, oh, let me think. And then she said, about a third. I'm saving hmm. about a third of the bill. So wow. we decided, okay, so how can we test this, all right? And Walt, luckily enough, had one of those electric meters on the side of the house mm -hmm. where the, you know, little wheel would run around you could see how fast oh, yes. it was moving mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay so we took a whole bunch of videos of the speed of that thing moving with and without the magnet mm. and with the magnet, it was turning real fast without the magnet i mean when the magnet was on it it would start to just creep you could we couldn't believe the difference wow and that and and that's just one magnet or using more in the house? No, he was using just the one. Wow. And then I I had a, an experiment with a restaurant. Three, He owned three restaurants. And we gave him magnets and put the magnets on. Uh, I, I think, we, yeah, he owned three, but we only used them on that one one test place. Okay. And they had walk-in, th uh, three big walk-in refrigerator units. They put them on that, and then you had two air, uh, well, air, air, air conditioner things, air handlers, and they put them on that. So, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, this guy's bills were four thousand dollars for his electricity oh, for that building, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. he 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 saved in the six months that we ran that experiment. Um, he saved a third of that every month. Wow. Well. I have right, to so. say, so I put one on, on one of my freezers, but I think I'm going to move it over to the fridge. Um, I, I, I put it on the freezer because my fridge is 12 volts, so I, it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't take that much electricity anyway. But I'm, I'm, we'll put it on the fridge more for the food, you know, preserving the food. Um, I put it on the freezer because I know the freezer takes a lot more electricity, but I, I think I'll move it over. But I've noticed, now I put one on my car, and... I've noticed because usually I, you know, this is just anecdotal and I haven't actually written anything down, but it seemed to me like it, there was a lot longer time between Phillips this last time that I was able to go a lot longer before I, I put gas in. Everybody says that that's a very well-known effect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You say gas. And it's because everything is running. It, it, see, Walt Silva thinks that he's got, he's, he believes that they did this to begin with, is that when you uh, actually start the coil to start the entire electric thing, right? Mm -hmm. If they had just wrapped it the other way around, we wouldn't have any of these problems. Mm. But instead, they wrapped it in a way that made a toxic energy field. <laughs> so you just put the shungite on it, it reverses the field, and you're not getting hit with that. But you're still getting hit with a lot of energy that you don't need. Right, right. Interesting. Uh, hmm. Okay, so for somebody like me who, who loves to experiment with things, um, so if I take some, I've got a jar of colloidal silver, I've got a neighbor who makes it, and um, put some of my, um, some of my nuggets in, 
uh, maybe put some of the powder in, let it drop to the bottom, and then I guess I'd let it dry out. You know, maybe what I do is pour, when I'm done, pour off the liquid and just let it dry out. Would it then take the silver from the colloidal silver and I, I'd have silver-enhanced shungite? Should. Ooh, that'll be fun. That's, I'm going to try that. <laughs> try that. <laughs> try that. Yeah. You, you, there's so many... Uh, for, so, listeners, there's a show that Cosmic Reality puts out. It's called The Shungite Reality. I've also got a book, Shungite Reality, out there that you can get on Amazon. Which is really good, by the way. I really like the book. Thank you. What are you liking best? Well, it's just, there's so much information. And I just learned so much. Um, I, I know my friend Karen, she's been on your podcast, she was saying to me that that you had sent her the book and she was just kind of like, eh, you know, and then she started reading it and she says to me, oh my goodness, this is awesome. I, she said, I really like this book. I'm, I'm going to read the whole thing. <laughs> and I just, I felt the same way. It's just no matter, and I like just kind of picking it up and opening it somewhere and then, you know, reading for, you know, whatever time I have. But there's there's just so much information and the testimonials are, are really fun too. Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, the testimonials are the favorites. Most people say that, you know, they just enjoyed hearing, because that's what kept us on the path. Mm-hmm. People, It was the people. You know, yes, I was a, a known personality on the internet, um, and they'd heard us talking about, you know, and so wasn't Jay. And so, you know, they, they got excited about it, and 20 minutes after I put the store online, I got the first sale. <laughs> so those people listened to us. They bought it. They took a chance because we were telling them, I can't tell you if this is true or not. I'm just telling you my experiences with it. Mm-hmm. And they came back. They told us so much. We learned so much from their experiences. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other thing is, is that if you really get into Shungite, um, and for those people that say, oh, I don't know if I can, where, where do I get it? Or, you know, and you can't get to mystical wares for some reason. And be careful. Be very careful. This is this is one thing. Um, recently, there's been, okay, first off, the Ukraine war. Well, they're not shipping anything out of Russia. Oh, okay. Uh, so nobody's getting shipments of Shanghai. And it doesn't, it's not affecting us because... We anticipated and have enough for 10 years. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So they're not going to run out of real shungite. But what's happened is that there's all of a sudden this new shungite, this golden shungite or something hmm. that's, you know, people are selling. And it's coming out of Colombia. Well, we got a hold of some of this stuff and uh, Derek started to put it through the, the test. And one of the things he did was um, he heated it up because shungite itself is used to coat the inside of boilers. Mm, <laughs> it protects okay. the boilers. Okay. Um, but uh, so we heated it up to see what it would happen, and it shattered. In fact, mm. a piece of it cut it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, this stuff is dangerous. And then he had it just laying, you know, not touching it and stuff, and it was falling apart. So you don't want to get anything like that. And what it was, it's... It looks okay. There's the raw shungite, the black nuggets that we're talking about. They just little black nuggets. Mm-hmm. You'll see the pictures that show up. And then there's stuff called elite. Mm-hmm. And elite is very shiny, and that's a compression. It's a comp- area that's compressed. 
So the energetics of elite are not what they are with the raw and the raw or regular. You know, I call them raw. Everybody else calls them regular. But I started it, so I call them raw. <laughs> <laughs> and so you have you have a situation where the the elite is because it's so compressed, isn't as an energetic, whereas the raw is comp. Uh, comp- it, it complements the 3D body in our healing us. Okay. You know, so for some people, the higher the energy off of an elite, they might like, but it's more for, you know, higher energies type of thing. It's not for the things that we talk about. We don't even deal it. I don't. Th- I know we don't deal it. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. but that's just something. But this fake stuff looks like that kind of. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, Please just make sure that whoever you're buying from has real shungite. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, a lot of them don't. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, because somebody said to me, I said, you can only get it in Russia. And they said, oh, there was, I, I forget, I don't, I don't th- think it was Colombia. They said something about South America, though, that you could get it. I'm like, I don't know about that. <laughs> so now I see why they're saying that. Yeah. No, but the thing of it is, is that, um, and, you know, we're running out of time on this one, and <laughs> I talk about this on the Shungite radio show, Shungite radio show, and CosmicReality.com. You can find it. Just hit the radio stuff. Okay. And as we have archives, you can listen to old ones. And it, as a matter of fact, um, it, there's actually a Shungite uh, podcast, and you can just go, you know, you can binge watch Shungite shows okay that when we do those shows we can bring out a lot of facts that we're learning as we go Mm -hmm. and one of them is this warning about this stuff but right now what derek's been looking again at the research being done on c60 and shungai and it's astonishing the amount of research that's there proving what we've been saying you know, since the beginning. But, I mean, I'm talking about big-time science stuff. It's the most popular subject right now in, in science. So when you when you, when you you got that kind of momentum behind you that is transforming human beings, transforming plants, we haven't even got into what happens with plants, the bees. Mm-hmm. When, when we did the bees experiment, experiment okay? Mm-hmm. Now... A bee's life is about eleven weeks. At oh, the end okay. of that time, frame, at the end of that time frame, they start to die, and they're just because they got to get through the winter. Mm-hmm. So the important remember your hive type of thing. It's everybody's for everybody, and so they got to get their numbers down. So there's a die off. But in, you, what you want is you want a good sized bee ball where you got enough bees on the outside of the queen that she stays alive and what brood they have might be there too but they you know that's what it is they keep circling the queen and making heat inside the hive to get through the winters and a very uh bees that are very healthy can in different areas of the country can actually make it through the winter but a lot of times you lose your your entire beehive Mm -hmm. well he had done Derek in 2016 had lost the hive then in 2017 he added the uh, shungite in 2018 we did another one another season and again it was even more impressive 
What was impressive about it is he did not lose a bee to colony collapse. He did not lose one to mite. He did not lose one to disease. None of his bees were dying unnaturally. Wow. They just were dying off in the winter. Mm -hmm. And he was able to go through a winter that killed every other beehive in the area. Wow. His bees survived. That's saying something. and it now the beehive, the Shungite beehives, is a phenomenon worldwide. Uh, awesome. All over the world, there's people using Shungite for their bees. And you know, if we can save the bees, well, then we can save ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm, and that is you so can awesome. get Shungite. Yeah, you can get Shungite honey through uh, Mystical Wares. Mm. And you know, and, and also, you, you, it's real important to know that yes, he's in it for, to to make a living to be able to. To, to do the things he does, mm-hmm. but he gives away so much. And it, when it comes to the bees, there's a link to go to a, it tells you what you do with the bee, why, and, you know, it's a little blurb, almost actually, you know, gives you the details some of what you're doing and why you're doing it. But all you have to do is send him a request, uh, and he'll send you, you know, I think he's got, you know, you have to be willing not to use chemicals. Just, I, I don't know what his parameters are, okay. but, um, you know, you can get it free, what you need to, to shung out your beehives. Oh, that's awesome. From him. Wow, that's great. Yeah, bees are so important. Yeah, you pay the postage, but you, he doesn't. He doesn't charge you for the mm-hmm. shungite, and he gives, I believe, powder and the nuggets. I'm sure that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, what so, about now then the quantum entanglement and shungite and and and, and you know putting shungite in into the earth and different parts of the planet? Tell, can you tell us a little bit about well, that? Yeah, yeah, quantum entanglement is a quantum fact. I'm, I'm not going to get into the science behind it, that certain things like, oh, best example of it, okay, is that you've got a guitar on one side of the room and a guitar on the other side of the room, and you hit one note of one guitar. The other guitar on the other side of the room is going to resonate. Mm-hmm. It's just that same string. Right. Now, that's a concept of resonance, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, quantum entanglement, is the concept of in the shungite? I'm going to explain it through the shungite. In the shungite field, that was one thing that came to Earth, and now it's been broken up into many, many pieces. But it still has an energy signature of itself. Mm-hmm. In other words, every single particle that makes up any single part, any any nugget or any bead, or any any part of a Shungite thing, okay, is energetically the identical of everything else on Earth, every other piece of Shungite. Hmm. Okay. That's quantum tank, all right? And we know that if you, if you are very close to your own frequency, okay, your own bioelectromagnetic body that you live in, mm-hmm. Or you live with, maybe. <laughs> um, but that energy field is changed every time you meet somebody new, every time you go someplace else, when you have an experience, when you have an aha moment. All of that makes up this very integral and very unique and specific energy field. But there's other people that have a very similar frequency, a similar energy field. 
And because you're energetically matching, anything that happens to one happens to the other. Mm-hmm. So if one individual, and we got talking about this, and a lot of times on our shows, and we've got you know cosmic reality and say what are other two, I mean all the shows are really good, but we get talking about theoretic science and theor- theoretic the- theoretics. It's just <laughs> we can get really out there. Woo is nothing new to us, I'll tell you. <laughs> and when when you get into this concept of how it's all mel- mel- to get melds together. When you take a piece of shungite and you put it out on a tree, okay, that energy field knows that, oh, way over there, there's another one. And over there, they feel, they respond together. They start working together because of that quantum entanglement. So when you, as a human being, you know, decide to take a path where, and the only way I can explain it is that you want to be the best representative of a truly loving God that you can be. Mm. If, you, if you take that path and you do everything you can to just be really happy and joy-filled, if mm-hmm. you can get to that point, then you're going to have anybody else who happens to be very similar to you all of a sudden go through a transformation. Mm-hmm. And maybe somebody else mm-hmm. in your family did that to you, that that's why you went through the transformation. And as we were doing this, and like I say, we get into some really woo-woo stuff. Walt Silva said, you know, I think it's 40,000 people that you would change if you changed yourself. <laughs> and I asked I asked myself, my guides and Gaia, you know, is that true? And it's yes. So you make a change in yourself. You've made a change in 40,000 other people. Wow. Wow. That's, That's exciting. Yeah, that is. And all you yeah. have to do is change the way you think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> change mm-hmm. the way you think, you're going to change mm-hmm. your reality. And if you use your imagination, your reality can become just anything you want it to be. Mm. And can I tell you one other thing? I, I got, I, this is so, oh, this is so much fun. Shungite Shung- is so much fun. I got to tell you. Okay, so Derek, my cohort there on the Shungite mission and Walt Silva and a lot of other people but Derek has been getting and collecting more and more research that's out there so um, the last thing he put into message me with okay there it is alright here we go this is so funny he says and he's got a, a this is a she's uh, a link to springer.com article and it's on spectroscopy of something nano polycrystal diamond pro- produced from shungite and mm. but he gives me the punchline it has been demonstrated that high pressure treatment of shungite samples from Karelia, russia at a temperature of 16,000 centigrade Ooh. for two hours transforms them to diamond oh <laughs> Wow, that's amazing! And I said, and I said to him, I said, "Oh my God!" I said, "Derek, when I first, well, when I first started out searching for shungite, one of the things I found was a statement made by some Russian, 
who seemed to be the only person that knew what, that Shungite was not dirt in Russia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he, he, he understood it. And he had said, Shungite will be worth more than the weight of gold. Mm. It's weight in gold. Interesting. And now I'm going like, yeah, because it, you take the nuggets that you just put in your water, take them out, put them in a, you know, 15, what is 16,000 centigrade, cent, it's, that's not that high, for two hours, and you got a diamond. Wow. What? Wow. <laughs> I just I just got that. Wow. I mean, shungite in the water takes out fluoride. It takes out uh, uh Oh, it does uh, take milk. out fluoride. Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. It takes out uh, chlorine. It takes out everything, and they've got the proof now. And if you go to, to see one of the other things about um, that, uh, mysticalwares.com is that there's a whole lot of information on Shungite. He's got an FAQ up there mm-hmm. on Shungite. You can go to, again, cosmicreality.com go to the books and blogs and go to the Shungite reality book and you can there you'll see a free PDF of the chapter of the testimony no it's the FAQ chapter it's on you know frequently asked questions mm-hmm. chapter you can read that free online but he uh, he's got all these different research uh, I mean I'm telling you this because he's got a piece of paper that says that this is this is what I this is true. Wow, this is awesome. I knew Lord. So, Nancy, glyphosate. with take, oh, glyphosate, oh. God, don't, don't get me on glyphosate. That's also one of the things. Oh. I've been yelling about glyphosate for years. I've been telling people, it's not the GMOs, you guys, it's the glyphosate. That's what you need to... Stephanie Seneff and I have had so many conversations on glyphosate. Oh, my God. Well, look at the shungite information because it takes it takes glyphosate out of the soil. Takes it out of the water. soil. Wow. So yes, how would you how would you um how would you go about doing that? Because I think that's really important. Would you put it in the? In. Would you just sprinkle or like throw nuggets around or how? What would you how would you do it? If I well, the, we know of one case where some. Per person that was renting some land from somebody put glyphosate on the on the pasture and she freaked out totally freaked out mm-hmm. and so but she knew about shungite so they did uh get somebody that could i, I don't know if it was dowsing or how what testing was now it's so long ago it was like back in 2015 um I don't remember the real details of what they were using to test with, but I do know they were in communication with Walt Silver, who was an incredible dowser, and so he was he was reading the property too. And yes, it was highly toxic, um, but they used the shungite nuggets. I don't think we had enough powder to do that entire area, um, but even if you took and it, it got rid of the all of it on the, so I know that you know they were using nuggets, but you can just take um, like a uh, one of those sprayer things, mm-hmm. you know, like a garden sprayer. Mm-hmm. And theoretically, the the problem the 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 problem is is that it if you you can you can put uh, shungite water on your plants. Okay, mm-hmm. you just put the nuggets and pail you want. You get put the shungite water on. And that will immediately have a positive effect on the plants. Mm-hmm. But might want to be able to get uh, a longer field effect in the soil. 
and you might even want it to be deeper in the soil. Mm -hmm. So if you take one of those things that has water out of a spray, you know, the hose, mm -hmm. and you can put chemicals in it, mm -hmm. then I would put the I would put the powder in there, okay, and just spray. And you can make it as dense as you want because it's the you know how much powder you want to put in there is really based on how much powder you got. Okay. All right. I just had a thought. So what if now I try to buy organic as much as possible, but sometimes I can't. If you were to rinse your fruits and vegetables in the sink with three pieces of shungite in it, would it take out harmful pesticides, herbicides, glyphosate? All you have to do is put that stuff in your refrigerator that's got a shungite magnet on it. Oh, that'll do it. Okay. But something but that maybe you wouldn't maybe yeah. something that you wouldn't refrigerate, perhaps. Yes, that's absolutely true. Um, you might want to my feeling and again, I if I tell you it's my feeling, I may not have scientific evidence, but I have been right, <laughs> you know, every mm -hmm. time. Sooner or later, the science comes out to prove that what I was saying was true. Okay. Um, but from my experience with it, is that you, you drop the shungite in the water and the water becomes shungite water. It happens extremely fast. Okay. So what you want to do is just make a bowl of water, drop the stuff in there. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to leave it in there. You just want to make sure that, you know, give them a good dose of it. And then, and you don't even have to clean the water out because it's, it's, it's not toxic. It's not that they're getting washed off. It's that the toxins are being eradicated by the loss of molecular cohesion and turning into atoms. Mm. So maybe use that water to water your flowers or your plants or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, yeah. and did I read and, and, that you don't have to have it in like you can have a piece like I've got a glass of water here uh, next to me and I've got a uh, a piece of shungite next to it. True. Cuz you just have to have you just have to have it in the vicinity. It's about in my opinion, it's about 4 inches away from the glass it's still going to have an effect on that water. Okay. Okay. Cool. Wow. What a gift. What a gift. Well, that's why I say I think it's the, the thing that's going to save humanity. Mm -hmm. Because right now, if you go to, again, mysticalwares.com, he has a link to the Shungite grid. And that's fun. It's uh, something he set up years ago. And so people, when they've got Shungite, like you, you, you can put your, your location on it now. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you go there and you say, yes, I've got Shungite at this location. And you can't believe how many sites are up there, wow. hundreds of thousands. I mean, I would think that like every pond, every every stream, every river, we should be dumping shungite in to help clean it up. Well, that's what they do. That's what they do. And he has another thing that he does. You can sign up for, um, well, you can sign up for this. I'm going to tell you about that. I'll tell you about that. You, sign, you can sign up. To have him gift Shungite in your name. Mm. So what he does is on. A, I don't know how often he goes out there, but he'll go off into the woods of Washington, mm -hmm. and he'll just spread Shungite. When he makes uh, long distance drives down from Washington to Arizona to be able to pick up more 
material for the store, his product for the store. All along the way, he throws out a hundred pounds of shungite out the window. Wow! <laughs> you know, if he, if he sees a, if he sees a waterway, you know, he'll get out and he'll shungite. I mean, it's like, and there are a lot of people like that. That's awesome. We have customers that just buy shungite to gift Gaia with. Oh, that's awesome. Never better to gift it to nature sometimes than a human being. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. They're either, they're either drawn to it or not. Mm-hmm. You know, if you say to somebody, I've got this great stuff called Shungite, and you see a little perk up in them, well, mm-hmm. to continue the conversation. But yep. if you see their eyes go glassy, it's no point. Don't yeah. give it to them. It's a waste. I am. Um, oh, gosh. When did I get my necklace? Let's see. Sometime last year, there's a woman in Ontario who makes, they're called, she calls them um, uh, Empaths Mala. And it's five different stones. Um, shungite is one of them. So, and then there's a, a a a shungite pendant at the end of it. And she does a really nice job. And she does the bracelets too. I wear the bracelet all the time. I don't always wear the necklace, especially in the heat, because it just kind of bothers me. But I contacted her and I said I would like more shungite than anything else in it. I said I'd still like to have some of the other stones, but I'd like more shungite. So she made one for me that had more shungite in it. And um, and then I have, what I have two, um, I think they're four inch diameter shungite uh, spheres. And yeah, I've just been, it's like, once you go down the rabbit hole, you can't stop it. <laughs> but I really want to try with the colloidal silver and see that, that I'm really excited about. Because one of the things of when I had my aromatherapy company was, you know, playing, making all the, you know, the formulas and making all the blends and the products. And, you know, I'm in heaven when I'm doing stuff like that. So I'm going to, I'm going to play with this. <laughs> um, one thing I would like to ask before we close is uh, if I could just pick your brain a moment uh, since you were an electronic warfare expert What's your feeling about like all these fires in Canada, you know, just, you know, all these fires just like within a couple hours just appear, um, fires everywhere. Um, and particularly in the past week, Lahaina on Maui. Um, is this all, you know, <clears throat> climate change? Um, or is there some electronic warfare involved? What do you think? Um, well, and you don't have to answer it if you don't want to, but no, 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 okay. no problem. It's just a complicated answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I also wrote the book 9 11 Crusade, it's a fiction, mm-hmm. but it's based on fact. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. at the end of that book, you take away the fact that the buildings were taken down by what's called the direct energy weapon. Mm. Now, what is a direct energy weapon? Well, let's think about the the towers, okay? Mm-hmm. Everybody remembers seeing the fire coming out, mm-hmm. and they told you that this was jet fuel and that the jet fuel melted the trestles that were holding the building together. Mm-hmm. Because the building was built with all of the structural integrity on the outside of the building instead of the inside of the building that had been done before this this was brand new construction all right and so you got this essentially empty space 
in a box. Mm, and the okay. trusses began to put in the floors. And the elevator system was right in the middle of it. Okay. So that's that's the way it was. And that so the the people that said that the reason the towers came down were the trusses melted and that the floors collapsed. Okay, that's what they said happened. Mm-hmm. All right, so just get that image in your head that the floors are collapsing. So you got a pancaking effect. Now, where the fire started the falling, now it's landed on the one below it. And, you know, maybe the weight's too much and that one can't hold it. And Mm -hmm. then sound down, 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 down. Well, you're talking about, let's just think tower, uh, the second tower hit the first one to fall. Um as this thing is falling in this pancaking effect, it's 77 floors that are coming down. Mm-hmm. Okay? They came down in 10 seconds. <laughs> I want you to clap your hands 77 times in 10 <laughs> seconds. Go ahead, do it. Wow. Do it. I know I can't do right, it. Right now, right, now, right now, you know that the story they gave you was absolute. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. All wow. Right. So what did happen? What did happen? Well, let's look at the people. There was pretty near 3,000 people in that building. Mm-hmm. Well, between the two of them. But, you know, so mm-hmm. you got 1,500 people in a building. And the building is on fire on three floors. Three floors were affected by the crash. Okay. Why were so many people jumping off of the balconies Mm, good question why was it that that particular you know hit by the plane and we all saw it when the plane hit the building it hit the side of the building not dead on like the first one did this was a you know it just clipped the corner of it and out of the building blew all of this explosion remember the huge explosion Mm -hmm. what do you think that that was jet fuel. Mm. All the jet blew up in the initial explosion. So what what caused the fire? That was so hot it melted steel. What what caused that? Mm-hmm. Right? So you don't have any explosion, forget about the explosion, another bu- bullshit deal, all right? But let's just look at what did happen. They used a direct energy weapon on the towers. What is that? Well, it's an energy field. It's just a signal that's going out. But that signal is at a frequency that will cause, in this case, they were particularly targeting metal. Um, it will cause metal to begin to vibrate okay. until it loses molecular cohesion. Just like a glass where somebody hits a C note in the right way, the glass shatters. That's what was happening molecularly, okay? Mm-hmm. But within this, it's not just that specific, you know, or just the steel to fall. No, it was a, a, a wide enough range of frequencies that the cement began to pulverize. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's why you see all, when it comes down, when it finally comes down, all you see is all this cement dust. Right, it's like all powder. And there's no... Mm-hmm. Right. And when it gets on the ground, you have 77 floors that are now only seven 
stories high off the ground. Yeah, there's seven stories underneath. That's 14, 14 stories are holding 77,000. Why was there no metal found? Like door handles, mm-hmm. desks, mm-hmm. filing cabinets. Mm-hmm. Why was there no metal found? Why were the things that were metal? Why do we have videos of you know part of the facade coming off, falling off, and it looks like a metal piece, and then it goes into dust and disintegrates and flies away? Why was it that the people were jumping out of the windows? Because they were cooking from inside. Mm. Mm. All right? Now, let's take those, those facts I just gave you and look at Maui. Mm-hmm. Okay? First off, you're only talking about six square miles of this damage. Okay. Two. To get to the point, oh gosh, it's I, I don't have it up in front of me now, but to get to the point, I checked and I said, all right, because one of the problems is if they're saying, well, we're not finding any, any bodies, we're finding, you know, skeletons if we're lucky, bones maybe, you know, mm-hmm. they, they don't know how many people died. And I understand there was a lot of vagrants in this, in that area. Mm, okay. So mm-hmm. they have no, no clue as to how many people might have died. And nor can they find them. And your audience might not want this information, but you need to hear it. Okay, that Mm -hmm. the guy who's the head the head of the um, the fire you know fire chief or whoever's the head of the the whole thing over there, he said to he he went out on television. He said, "Please don't come here. Don't come looking for people." He said, "Because the dust you're walking in is the people you're looking for." Oh God. Now, how do you get to the point of cremation? Well, it takes thousands of degrees of Fahrenheit or centigrade, thousands. And in a bonfire, in a bonfire, a pressed together bonfire where you got a lot of wood, you can get to those temperatures. But to do the cremation that we're talking about here, you have to have it cooking for an hour to two hours, uh, three hours, all right? Wow. If you look at what's left there, this fire, these fires that came in, were traveling at over a mile, um, um, what was it, a mile a minute. They they just were like unbelievably fast, just came through there like because of the high winds in a very strange coincidence with a storm to the south of them and a high pressure above them. It created these huge winds, 60 mile per hour winds blowing a fire. It's going to go fast. Okay? Well, and somebody so said keep- that the winds were out of the east, which is doesn't happen there. I don't know. Well, again, I say it was a, you know, an odd weather phenomenon. But let's just think about this thing. Okay. Is it possible that these fires which if you look at the if you look at the ground you know in, in a in a hot hot fire you have to have something to burn you think of a forest you think of a lot of trees compact together mm-hmm. but these were buildings these were buildings there wasn't that much wood in them or if they were all wood there's still not enough wood to make a really hot fire and yet mm-hmm. you you've got cremation at that point you know and the other thing is is why was it and there's actually so many stories about this, I don't even want to even think about it. But why was it 
that there were so many people on the road right where the ocean was that had to jump out of their cars into the ocean. Where's the vegetation that's burning? Mm-hmm. And you can see it you can see it in the pictures of what's left. It doesn't look like there was any vegetation there to burn. So where were the buildings that were burning so hot that the people in the cars had to get out and jump into the ocean? Well, and it's, it's my the understanding the boats boats burnt. How, the, how, boats, the boats burnt. You know, what's that all about? Well, some boats sunk and then they caught on fire. They, oh, come on, people. Let's get real here. There's no other thing that could have done that except direct energy weapons. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I'll be glad to, to debate anybody out there that's got a better idea. I mean, I've done some research on this. I know how long it takes to cremate somebody. Didn't want to know that. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, is the people in that jumped into the waters. See, this would have been the only way to save themselves. That water would have given them protection against that wave. Mm-hmm. You know? Wow. So... And yeah. all the kids that were home, for some reason, they didn't have school. Nobody seems to know. I, I Nothing I've read so far or looked at, you know, nobody seems to know why the kids were at home. Um, and so you've got all these kids. Oh, God, it's just disgusting. Just... Yeah, well, the, the the other part of the story is, is, is the fires in Canada. Yeah. And um, Karen thinks that it's uh, the dumbs being blown up. Mm-hmm. Right. I know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know about that, but I think it could be true. And if it is, maybe this is a retaliation. Or, you know what? The other the other thing I found out is that there is some conspiracy that Oprah Winfrey did it because she wants to buy out that property. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people want to buy that property. A lot of uh, the, the natives have not want, you know, they won't sell. And um, a lot of, you know, a lot of very wealthy people um, want that property. And I think the government wants it. I mean, from, I don't know, from what I've heard, they want to create kind of like a 15-minute a city or make the island, you know, kind of a whole 15-minute city kind of crap. I, I don't know. I guess we'll just have to well, wait and see. Well, I know they put a moratorium on anybody buying and selling in that area. Well, now, okay, wait a minute. What I heard, and what I heard was that they put a moratorium or that outsiders can't purchase. Oh, but oh, now, oh. okay, but so you've got Bill, you've got Gates, you've got Obama, you've got Oprah, you've got a bunch of different uh, uh, wealthy people have property there. Are they considered to be outsiders? Or can they, because they have property there already, you know, could they buy more? It was just something that came to me because I read no outsiders, but the people who already have property there, are they considered to be outsiders or not? Well, knowing what I know about Native people in general, they won't sell to those kinds of people. God, I hope not. I think it's another battle in the spiritual battle that we're having. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've taken on Hawaiian natives. Good luck to you. Right. And this is a spiritual battle. And Hawaii is a very spiritual place. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in the mm-hmm. geophysics of, of the solar system, when you've got a rotating body like we do, 
in a, in a planet. You have the power. The power points are all along the northern and southern 19 plate five or something degree mark around the planet, hmm. and Hawaii is in that direct power point. Oh, that's why it had so much connection between the uh, native Native Hawaiians and the uh, Star People. Hmm. Whatever allows for this this um, intergalactic or interdimensional travel that we seem to be engaged in, mm-hmm. um, you, you, you're flying into a, a remember it's energy, mm-hmm. so you're flying into gym, you know. And one of the one of the things is that I think it was Walt Silver brought up that just tickled me was he said, "Do you remember when there was all those crashes of of ET you know stuff?" And I said. Well, yeah, there did seem to be a bunch of them. He said, well, that's because when when they came in here, the reality on the planet was that they didn't exist. And so they couldn't <laughs> exist within our bubble of reality. <laughs> you understand that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny? Yeah. That's like when, what was it, when Columbus or somebody came across the big pond and my understanding was that the natives didn't even see the ships because that wasn't part of their reality. They didn't even. That, that's very true. And the reason, and and so the, the head chief there that could see the ships, the, the shaman said, look in the water at the reflection. So they did and they saw the ships. And mm-hmm. once they saw it in the water, see them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> wow. In the case of the ET, they just crashed. <laughs> wow. We could talk all day. I am having so much fun. So I would love to have you on again, and we can pick. A- I'd like to have you on. I'd like to have you on my station. You know. Oh, that'd be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope the listeners have enjoyed both parts. I am certainly having fun, and I just have to assume if I'm having fun, everybody else is too. So. <laughs> Thank you so much, Nancy. I've really enjoyed this. Um, so appreciate. Oh, thank you. Uh, remember, everyone, to um, you know to share this. I'm sure you have friends and family who would love to hear what Nancy has to say, and you know share it with your friends and family. Remember, this will be up on Rumble. Uh, hopefully, Nancy can help me find some other platforms to be on. You know, until next time. Take care, be well, keep your spirits up. Um, Things will eventually get better. Focus on the positive. Do something fun. Do something for yourself every day. Love you all. Take care and be well.